You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. UGHD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched you watch work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run him back fixing things. <laughs> <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston, giving you one hour of intense, hard hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports, Tide one hundred point nine, and streaming on the Tide one hundred point nine app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. That's the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier kicking things off on this hump day edition. Glad to have you up and Adam with us on this beautiful Wednesday morning. As we continue to move throughout the day, we want to encourage you to get involved early and often by checking us out uh, on the various um social media outlets on Martin Houston Radio Network on Facebook at Martin Houston fan page, uh, Alabama tradition, Tide 100.9, uh, X's and O sports, Martin Houston personal, as well as on YouTube. You can always uh, watch live, but, uh, and play back on YouTube at Martin Houston live and at Martin Houston three five on Twitter. And if you want to chat us up, please don't hesitate to give us, give us your thoughts, your, comments, your questions, your ideas. Also, if you want to call and talk with us the traditional way, you can give us a call at 205-342-9904. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business. And once again, it's 205-342-9904. And remember that this is the day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. we got a great show uh, lined up for you. Of course, we'll have the sound of Bama Sports uh, talking about today's playbook dealing with SEC Media Days. Uh, what did Saban say? Uh, Saban throwing, I think, a little shade uh, when he was on SEC Network. Uh, ask uh, the Responding to a question he had been asked earlier in the day when uh, he was uh, asked, when, if you want to ask all the other coaches, when will I retire? Where are they getting their information from? Saban asking that question as well. So uh, I think there was a little shade at the other coaches. It has money. uh, Has the money game changed with NIL? Uh, 
Saban using the term, uh, he's worried about competitive advantage uh, being um, becoming a part of the game. And, of course, we ended yesterday's program talking a little bit about money and NIL. And, uh, uh, of course, uh, Joe and uh, other, we, we, we all agree money has always been a part uh, of the college game. Has the money game changed, though? Is it different today than it is, was before? And if you don't get some changes, will that somehow, some way impact college football differently than the way money has in previous years? So we can talk about that. You may have something else you want to talk about uh, as well. And then we'll end the show with the Christian Moment of the Week, Johnson Marshall Dentistry Christian Moment of the Week with Scotty Hollins presented by Johnson Marshall Dentistry. So stay tuned for more of that. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How about doing doing well, doing well. So glad to have you uh with us again. Um so what's on your mind for for, for this wow Wednesday hump day edition of the Martin Houston show? Oh man, there's so much to talk about from yesterday, a lot of sound bites, uh Nick Saban talking about playing in-state schools outside of Auburn, playing HBCUs potentially. Will Anderson and his comments about the Texas A&M game, that it is not much to be said until it's game day and then things will be decided. Uh, Big big topic, big day after yesterday. Yep. So um, when – Saban, do, do, do you think there's any legitimacy to uh, Alabama smaller schools? Uh, I, I think there is. Um, yeah, I, I think there is. I mean, I don't, I don't really know if Nick Saban is worried or scared to potentially play an in-state school by any means. Uh, you look at who they've put on the the schedule throughout the year since he's been here, from the Clemson's, Virginia Tech's, USC, Texas, and all those types of schools. I don't think any of these in-state schools hold a threat like those schools do. Did so, I definitely could see it potentially happening in the future. Uh, mm, what are your thoughts on that, Joe? Do you think you think Alabama ever plays in-state schools? Uh, no, well, shoot, they haven't played an in-state school not named Auburn since, what, 1944. So, uh, no, right. I don't think that Alabama's going to play any in-state schools. I think it's uh, Nick Saban just uh, – all right, he's lying. He's just lying. I mean, I'm sure he would he, – but here's the thing. I don't think he – I don't think that he cares who they play. If they play in-state schools, HBCUs, schools from Mars, I don't think he cares. I think that the decision's outside – his uh of his control, but no, I don't think Alabama is going to be playing in state schools anytime soon. I agree with you. I I think it's as much about uh recruiting and your home base as it is anything. Um, I, I think that because if if that if if what he said is true, um then Alabama would have already played some. He's been here 15 years. Uh, and the reason he gave is legit. 
I mean, that's why he plays Kent State. Um, Kent State is his alma mater. He, he, he provides them a huge budget hit. Um, he provides, uh, those players exposure and all of that. Um, and I think playing in state schools, I don't think it has anything to do with him losing to those schools. That's the least of his concerns, I think. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, it, so it's, it's, it's really, um, the, 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 the fact that if he does it and it does help him with some kids someday, somehow, some way end up choosing one of those programs, I don't know. Uh, but I think it has something to do with recruiting. So I, it, it is, it is weird that Auburn has done it numerous times. Uh, but Alabama has never done it. And, and you have to think since 1944, um, they have not done it. So, uh, uh, I, I just don't see it happening, um, anytime soon. Um, uh, but it could, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll watch it and, and see. Um, Nick Saban, I mean, not Nick Saban, uh, Will Anderson, um, Talking about that, that they'll take care of business when that time comes. That's kind of been the response of the guys uh, as a whole. I've heard several different guys get asked about the Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban spat. Um, uh, the, does Will Anderson's uh, words make you anticipate that Texas A&M Alabama game even more? Well, when I look at it, you know, Will doesn't talk much. And he normally just, you know, about his business. And one of the funny things is they one of his teammates posted as soon as he got back from media day, he was right back during mobility training, got off the plane, headed straight to the complex and got to work. So the fact that Will says it's going to be handled all on uh, game day when that Texas A&M game arrives October 8th, I, that just lets me know that they all have heard it. They all know it, and they're just going to let time handle it. Business. Yeah, hopefully, it's serving uh, as more of a motivation for for those guys to, to get things rolling. Let's bring in Alan. Alan, you're in with the Martin Hughes Show with Martin and Dave. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I'm where I'm everywhere here in Washington State right now, and I'm just you know I'm, I think my eyes are deceiving me. Or I'm hearing the wrong thing, but uh, did I read did I really read what Clark Lee said that Vanderbilt football will be the best program in the country? Am I reading something wrong? Are you talking about academics there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, man, what, what, hey, what did I miss on that? Keep hope alive. I mean, you know, he, he has to, he, he, he has, a, you have to always question what criteria he's using for making that judgment. I didn't read that, but that's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, I guess everybody has to see it's beginning the season, even, even Auburn is, so, you know. Hey, listen, uh, right now, everybody has the same record. Exactly. Yeah, you know, uh, Coach Bryant said everybody wants to be the champion, but very few uh, have the will uh, to prepare to be the champion. So, uh, and some don't have the means or the goods to prepare to be the champion. I think that's where Vanderbilt would be. But anyway, uh, hey, let, hey, he's a new coach. Let him let him be hype. 
I mean, that may, have been a, that may have been a misquote. I may be, I may be reading it wrong. Somebody may just being funny about it, but I, I actually said no, it. No, he said it. He, he said it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so, all right. It's it's 4 o'clock in the morning in Washington, but I had to get up now just to make sure that uh, I was right when I read that. Y'all gentlemen, have a good day. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate it. Hey, listen, that's the beauty of media, SEC Media Day, the unofficial kickoff to the college football season uh, for the SEC world. And, hey, listen, I, I mean, I guess the coaches, let them dream, man. Let them hope uh, uh, that – Hey, hey, Joe! Did you hear that, man? That's pretty awesome, right? Did he say he got up at four o'clock to 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 watch? <laughs> he must be on the he must be on the other side. He on Washington State, right? That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, over uh, Apple yeah. State, so he's he's getting up early for you, Martin. Yeah, that hey, man, that may be. He might he might get the fan uh, of the week, uh, listener of the week award. I don't even know if we have one of those. We might we might need to create that. Uh, and see if we can get some more folks getting up at four o'clock in the morning. But uh, but that's awesome. Uh, but hey, come back on the other side. Uh, we can talk more about what Saban had to say. Uh, I do want to talk to you guys a little bit more because Saban keeps using the term competitive balance. Um, Joe and X, let's unpack that a little bit um, in terms of, of him when he's being asked about NIL and all that. What is what does he mean by that? And we'll we'll further that conversation that we were having on yesterday. Uh, what is Nick Saban really communicating when he says competitive balance? Let's unpack that on the Martin Houston show right here on Tide one hundred point nine. Tide one hundred point nine traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 2059 eastbound before exit 76. We do understand now that the lanes are open, traffic very slow in the area. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on a new or used vehicle from Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. And I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partly sunny, hot and humid today. A few scattered storms, mainly this afternoon and early tonight. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 77. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds. A few strong afternoon thunderstorms are likely. The high at 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 77 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. The biggest concern is, you know, how does this impact and affect recruiting uh, because on the recruiting trail right now there's a lot of people using this as 
um, inducements to go to their school by making promises as to whether they may or may not be able to keep uh, in terms of um, you know what players are doing and I, I think that um, you know that is what can create um, a competitive balance issue uh, between the haves and the have-nots uh, and we're one of the haves so you know don't don't think that what I'm saying is a concern that we have in Alabama because um, we're, we're one of the haves but everybody in college football cannot uh, do these things relative to uh, how they raise money in a collective or whatever and how they distribute money to players um, so um, those are the concerns that I have in terms of, you know, how do we place guidelines uh, around this? Welcome back into the Martin Houston show. I want to remind you uh, that uh, we're talking NIL, competitive balance, have and have not. Uh, but before we get too too deep back into that conversation, I want to remind you that on tomorrow we have awakening, awakening service uh, as a monthly uh, gathering of fellow believers, seekers, saints and sinners all getting together, worshiping God, seeking God, uh, searching for God. So I want to invite you to come out and join us at the link, uh, 610 Watermelon Road in Northport, right past Sokol Park. If you're going down Watermelon Road, right past it on the left, uh, right next door to TCAT. So love to have you come out. Come out and be a part uh, of the service. 630, great worship, uh, great preaching, and great fellowship. So uh, see you on tomorrow. It happens every third Thursday. Uh, and uh, the next one is, of course, on tomorrow. So hope to see your face in the place. That's awakening. And if you can't be there in person, check out uh, Empowerment Ministries on Facebook. Uh, Empowerment Ministries on Facebook. That's awakening service powered by Empowerment Ministries. All right. Um, man, I mean, Nick Saban uh, said a lot. Um, he uh, he seemed to address a little bit more of, of of the people that may be saying he's concerned that he's losing a competitive edge um, in terms of the impact of uh, the NIL uh, on recruiting. Um, is is Nick Saban is Nick Saban's concern valid or not? Let's let's flesh out that 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 question that answer. Um, X, I'll let you go first. No, I don't think that he is um, losing a competitive edge at all. Uh, it in Clinton. He said he wasn't losing it. Now, I mean, you have to listen to what he said. That's the first time I've heard him say that. He said he 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 said I'm gonna have. He said I, but he came out specifically and said, "Now, I'm not talking about for me." He said I'm one of the halves. So, he, I, in my opinion, he's not saying he's losing competitive advantage. He said there's going to be a not competitive advantage, competitive balance. He said that there's going to be a loss of competitive balance, and he said not for him, but for others. So. I want to make sure we represent what he said. Yeah, Go ahead. Well, yeah, I'm, I, I think when you look at it, it was kind of something that I mentioned yesterday. It's going to give some of these schools that have struggled 
over the last 10, 15 years, it's like, like I said, USC's, the Miami's, the Texas, it's, it's going to give them a, a leg up against some of these other schools that have been able to recruit some of these guys because of the school, because their go-to or where they would normally have gone hasn't been competitive. But now that they can come get a check and help build the program back, it's more of an incentive for those those guys to go to those schools versus maybe a, a, a Baylor who's done better or or a, a, another school in, in those conferences that have performed better. Joe? Uh, I'm not sure, but I mean uh... – I'm not. I'm not sure. I think. I think that. Uh, I, I, how does he know what? Uh, what's because he talked about in that clip. Uh, he talked about in that clip. Oh, I'm worried about uh, schools promising things they can't deliver. How does he know what they can't deliver? That's not. I mean, isn't he? You know, always. Oh, well, we're worried about Alabama. Uh, isn't that kind of his line of thinking? How does he know what they can and can't deliver? And then you know, we haven't had competitive balance my entire life. You think about UAB. Are they really? competing with Alabama think about schools in the SEC are they really competing with Alabama Mississippi State Vanderbilt Kentucky I mean Kentucky the last handful of years has been better but are they really competing with Alabama really uh I I, I don't I don't know I think it's overblown I think I mean you've always had the top end of division one i mean division one is too big anyways martin division one is Agreed. way too big uh, for, for, for 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 how it is 130 teams uh, i mean we, we're, we haven't been balanced for that 130 teams you've got the, the top 30 really who are kind of in, in and out of the mix with with 10 with you know 10 to 15 probably you could probably split that top 30 again into 15 I don't know. I think he's. I, I think he's. Uh, just, uh, just. I don't know. I don't know that he's quite right here. Yeah, and, and I guess the question is, is probably somewhere in the middle uh, of of what he's saying. You have to hear what he's saying. What he's saying is, uh, it's going to sway competitive balance. Yes, I, I can. I can agree with that to a degree, uh, in the sense that um, there's a. There's going to be some some schools that um, fall further behind Joe, right? Um, there there is going to be between the top of Division One and the bottom of Division One, the gap's going to get larger. If that makes sense, uh, and and that that feeds to your point. So I, I think the haves are going to separate even more from the have-nots. Now, within the haves, (laughs) it's going to be the same thing as it's been in a lot of ways, right? Um, In in, in some sense. In other words, the UABs will be further away from the Alabamas. You know, uh, the, 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 the Vanderbilts will be further away from Tennessee. You know, uh, even though Vanderbilt may have more money than any school in the in the SEC when it comes to alumni, who I mean, other than probably Texas, if you start looking at Vanderbilt graduates in the profession per per graduate, Vanderbilt may have more money. Uh, so my question becomes this, Joe: Why is it because Saban isn't the only one saying this? I mean, he 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 kind of became the poster boy 
But Kiffin was even more adamant when, when he said he said it's legalized cheating. So what is it about the money that's changed? Because uh, you and I both agree on this, Joe, is is the teams with the most money have always won, right? And and, and that's going to continue to be the case uh, in some sense of the, the teams with the most money is going to continue to win. But what changed? What did the NIL change in the money game? And I'll let you guys respond to that because I have an opinion about what changed about the money. Because the reality of it is, every school that he's worried about now has always had the money. They've always had the money. But what changed? So, what did NIL change, Xavier, about the money game, in your opinion? I think it. I think uh, it, it gives the the teams that that have always had the money an ability to be upfront with it, and so now a player doesn't have to worry about oh, could I get in trouble for this? So they're more willing to take a chance on a school that has struggled versus where it was like, well, I just want to go somewhere where I can win and know that I'll get developed. But now it's more of where can I get the most money and potentially get developed. Joe, your thoughts? Good, good, good point. Yeah, uh, Martin, the, the, the NIL, what it's changed is it allows uh, these schools to affect the most valuable commodity, and that's the players. You can, you know, you can, you can see over the last handful of years that, oh, we're going to pour money into the weight room. Oh, we're going to pour money into retru- nutrition. Oh, we're going to pour money into X or Y or Z. And that's all well and good. Uh, but the most valuable commodity is the players, and it allows them to uh, really apply their money to the most valuable commodity towards winning. And, and, and I would say that, that to your point, they've always applied it to the player in this sense, indirectly. What, what made players choose Alabama? What, do we, what would we hear, Joe, is that criteria? Man, the weight room, their facility, their you know their culture, the the barber shop, the the meeting rooms, the the pool, the jacuzzi, the 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 training room. All of those have always been what about the um about the player making the player experience. Well, some programs have not invested in those things, right? So they've struggled. You know, uh, they, they, they 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 either the coach didn't agree or the, the administration didn't agree, or whatever. Now you go to the boosters, and you release the boosters to go directly to the players and directly to that, as you call it, that most valuable asset. And so what changes is now it's not just indirect impact on the players. It is direct impact on the players. And because of the direct impact on the players, without guidelines, you don't know what you're up against, right? So so if I go into a, a room right now, Joe and Xavier, and recruit against a guy prior to NIL, I had an idea, unless the guy was a cheater, pretty much what I was going up against. Now I have no idea what that kid could be offered. Right? So whose problem is that though? That, whose problem is that? I, that's I mean that that that's that's advantage in recruiting. 
But there is no guidelines, Joe. There is no league, Joe, uh, where you don't have guidelines around pay and structure. And that's that's what I'm saying. I, I don't have a problem with players getting as much as they can get. But 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 there's a reason that you do have some guidelines. You you have to have guidelines or it becomes the wild wild west. I I mean I agree with guidelines that 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 sets like minimum salaries. I don't have a problem with it. Understand? I don't have a problem with them paying them as much as any booster wants to give somebody money. Give them as much as they want. But I do think you need to have guidelines around what you can do and the types of things you can do in the sense of just like every professional league out there has it. And Joe, if you don't have guidelines, you need to let these players have full-fledged representation. Remember, these are going after high school kids. These are high school kids, and they have zero representation. And 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 they have no way of getting a contract agreement or deal from these people. So they can be promised all types of things and have no legal stance. To me, that's the concern. Not from not from I'm not talking when I talk about this, Joe, I'm not talking about as much from the Alabama side of things in terms of guidelines. I'm more concerned about players uh being taken advantage of. Does that make sense, Joe? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you see what I'm saying? Like 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 if you if I were to come into your house and promise you all these types of things, it, you have no way of vetting me other than you and your family. Where if I if if if, if I'm being when I go from college to the pros, I have an agent <laughs> that 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 knows the game and knows what they can do. Think about how well, many is it? Bryce Young learned. signed with CAA. Uh, for his representation, isn't Bryce Young signed with CAA for his representation, Creative Arts Agency? You, you're talking about college. I'm talking about the recruiting, the high school kids. Yeah, they, they, pre- the high school kids don't have any representation. What's, what's preventing them from the signing kids. with somebody? Huh? What's preventing them from signing with, with, with an agency like that? I don't think they can. I, I think they can't. I think that's the rule that they can't have representation. They get, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the NIL gave the college kids representation to go out and get deals because NIL was supposed was technically not supposed to be used in recruiting. That was that was the, the guideline. It's not supposed to be used in recruiting, but now it is, and now you have kids making a decision. Of, and, 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 and hey, listen, let's be real, Joe. Man, I'm struggling financially. My family needs help. I'm going to choose to go where the most money is probably more times than I am where I even fit best. Um, and, and, and we're, we're going to give me the best opportunity. Um, and my concern with, is with the, like I told you, I'm looking at it more from the high school kids standpoint. Uh, Alabama, uh, Clemson, Texas, Texas A&M, any of those schools going to still be able to get recruits uh, the way they always have. The problem is, our kids going to choose schools uh, that 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 that's not the best fit for them, and they've always done that. Don't don't get me wrong. Kids have always chosen that, and it hadn't always been a good fit. So that part's not new. But now, when you start throwing money around that's directly in their pocket, I think you are you're taking advantage of the most vulnerable part of of this money making machine, and that's the high school kids. 
I give you guys closing thoughts. We'll get the break and get Pat on the other side. No, I, I think the high school kids should be protected because because when it comes down to it, you can always make adjustments as a college player. You can always transfer things of that nature. But you but picking a school, you should be picking it based off of where you fit best, not where the money is. Because what happens if the boosters, if these other people don't come through with the promises? I heard a guy talking that works for uh, 247 Sports, and he said that's already started to happen, where you have some of these kids getting promised things, and when they arrive, they're not being fulfilled. And now their one transfer would just be to get to a school that would potentially fulfill it versus a, uh, a situation where they're not getting what they're told they're going to get. Yep. And, and, you know, and that's why, I, to your point, uh, Joe, I'll let you respond. I'm sorry. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm with your overall point of, uh, it, with representing the college, the high school kids. If they, if, uh, if you get that, like, like the example, Bryce Young signing with an agency, high school Bryce Young versus, you know, in that context, yeah. I think that that, that, that might be a, a very good thing. Yeah, and I, and I think Joe, let me let me say this carefully. I do think there's a couple of states where they can get high school representation. I think California is one of those. Uh, and you look at where we've heard the biggest high school deals come from: the kid that signed, uh, that's committed at USC, and the kid that's committed at Texas. I mean Tennessee. Uh, I think they can have. I think, and I think Louisiana was looking at it, and I think that's where the playing field needs to be level. Is who if, if if one can get it, all should be able to get it. And to me, that's a conversation we need to have is who who ultimately is gonna regulate this 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 crazy NIL world. Uh but uh coming back on the other side, we'll get Pat and his thoughts. Uh you can bring your thoughts into it, uh, and any other comments or uh, conversations you'd like to bring up on the other side. You listen to the, the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier on Tide one hundred point nine. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization 
your school, your church, your family? Are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com as peptalks35.com or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports Xavier Houston. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. It is a beautiful Wednesday morning. I want to tell you to go check out my friends over at Alabama One. We do it the right way each and every day. More trucks for your bucks, more car for your cash, getting uh, terms as low. I mean, uh, interest rates as low as 1.99, starting with the 36-month term on a purchase and extending the term on the used vehicle as high as 84 months and uh, special uh, extension of terms up to 96 months on a new car. So you can go to Alabama One, find out more about those details, stop by one of our branch locations, or complete the application right there online. And while you're there on that new car, make sure you get a quote from Alabama One Insurance. You can find all that information at alabama1.org, Alabama One, One Together. All right, let's get Pat. Pat, you in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Dave. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning, Martin. Can you hear me? Good morning. I can. But, uh, uh, what I wanted to talk about is well, what Coach was talking about in competitive, uh, be, uh, being competitive is that the boosters need to be out of football completely. Uh, and, and and I'm sure that he believes, just like me, that we need to go to revenue sharing uh, a percentage, whatever that percentage is. I, I see things settling out at uh, maybe three conferences with 20 teams per conference. And there's not, and just like you said a while ago, there's not 60 people out there, 60, when I say about people, 60 teams that are competitive or that ever will be competitive. And uh reason being is that uh, once you get to where every player was being paid the same amount of money, and that's got to be from TV, and uh, and TV meaning advertisers, uh, and once you get that done, then the Alabamas of the world are going to be right back on top because of what the facilities and what we have to offer as far as coaching and being able to get a kid through school. Yeah, well, well here, here's, here's, I guess here's my question, uh, Pat, though. If you put in a max on what a player can make, is that any different than what we had before NIL? No, but uh, no, because, because technically, if you put a cap on what a player can play, pay, make that's no different than a scholarship. You're just saying, okay, we're going to get a scholarship. I, I have zero problem with NIL. I have zero problem 
with setting some salary guidelines. I have zero problem with setting some how you can play. Like the NFL has guidelines around what they do. I mean, they they pay, pay plenty of money, but you can't just do any and everything that you want. There are, are ways to approach it. There's when you can approach it. There's when it can be applied. An NFL team um, cannot come into college and give a player on a college roster money. Why? Because they're selected a certain way. They're selected through a draft, okay? If, 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 if you're going to push NIL down into recruiting, and I think that's saving the only thing. Not that the NIL money is bad. It's just that there was no guidelines around how do you use it in recruiting. I think you could set it up where you use it in recruiting if you have somebody to govern it. It's when you have these this types of money, when you have billions of dollars at stake with no guidelines, you're at, you're gonna have cheating and, and 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 wickedness and evil when there are guidelines, much less when there's not. Uh, and I think the players are the ones who lose. He says competitive balance. The reality of it is, if, if, if and Joe, this made me Xavier, this made me what we need to do. You can go back and look since I graduated from college thirty years ago. How many different teams have actually won a national title? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. Alabama has seven. LSU has what at least three? Three. So so that's ten. Florida <laughs> um, has two. Nebraska had four? Huh? I yeah. think Nebraska had four. Florida had has four. Three. Uh, um didn't Urban win three? And Florida two. Two. He two. 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 So Florida has three. So, so now you're looking Ohio at between. Hold on, but just, just, just Florida, LSU, and Alabama. The state of Alabama has have what? a third of them, more than a 16? third of them. Huh? Yeah. More, more, yeah. No, 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 no. Just those three states, with Florida State having what two? Yeah. Alabama yep. having seven, counting the one I won. Um, Auburn. Uh, Auburn. So, so you're at ten now. <laughs> and then you, Florida has three. That's thirteen. LSU has three. That's sixteen. I mean, USC has multiple. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you you're looking at less than ten schools uh, in thirty years. Probably more like six or seven. Clemson and Ohio right. State, huh? Yeah, that's right, and then and so that's what that's what I'm saying. That there's not the number is sixteen. There's not thirty. Huh? There's not thirty schools that can compete for a national title. There may not it's be not. more than ten. What, what are you saying? There's, 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 there's not more than twelve. Joe, you said something. Yeah, I think you. I think your number is actually sixteen on the dot. Sixteen since <laughs> you left school. <laughs> so I mean, it's just. So, so there's never been to th- that competitive balance, but I do think that that it will get even bigger if that makes sense. I think the gap will get bigger. So, uh, hey, Pat, I, I got to let you run. I yeah. got a quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank, thank you, Martin. Yeah, thank you, Martin. 
Hey, just remember, I coined that phrase, Wild West Productions and the Beast from the East. That, uh, oh, and that's what, the, that's what the SEC is going to be, you know. It just hey, is. Hey, have a blessed hey, one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, guys, um, uh, and we can talk about this, these on tomorrow, but what was your biggest, uh, both of you, what was your biggest takeaways from, from yesterday? Uh, well, when you look at Al- when you look at Alabama, you know you're not going to get a lot of crazy things said. Uh, but you can see with the three players that Alabama bought, Bryce Young, Will Anderson Jr., Jordan Battle, you're talking about three guys that are very focused and talked about how the team is focused on coming back this year and being competitive and playing for a national championship again. Coach Saban doesn't give away too much. He, he hit a few things that he wanted to cover just to get the people talking. But I look at this Alabama team has a chance to be really special. You heard it from the guys yesterday. You heard it from Coach Saban. And it's going to be an exciting 2022 season for the Alabama Christmas Tide. Joe? Hey, I, read, I did a recount. Actually, since you won your national championship in 92, it's 14 different schools, including <laughs> Alabama. Uh, my and biggest takeaway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My my biggest takeaway probably, oh, it's it, it, it's it's probably the focus on the three on the three players who are your three leaders. They they never deviated from from their messaging, and I, and either that's great coaching from the media department or those guys are really locked into this year. And I'm gonna choose to believe it's the latter. So I think that uh, they're gonna permeate that attitude throughout the whole year. And college football better watch out. Yeah, I mean, and and I kind of can can agree with you guys on both of those, and we'll dig more into what those guys had to say uh, as we move throughout this week. Because uh, I'll say this: when Saban says this, he means that when your best players are your best people <laughs> and your hardest workers, that's the ingredient for having a great team. So I think they have that in in in, in those three guys. Uh, all have represented themselves well since being on the capstone and represented the university on and off the field well. So hopefully that continues. Coming back on the other side, we'll transition to have Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries, uh, presented by Johnson & Marshall Dentistry. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Wednesday morning. A heat advisory goes into effect at 11 this morning. It runs through 9 o'clock this evening. The heat index is expected to climb at or above 105 degrees during the day today and early evening. So you need to take precautions by limiting your outdoors time. And if you are outdoors, hydrate frequently. Take frequent breaks. Make sure the kids, the elderly, and the pets are safe because heat can be dangerous. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. I'm Don Hurt. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. 
Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Will a reloaded Alabama Crimson Tide football team return to the national championship game this year? Is Auburn head football coach Brian Harson doomed? Can Texas A&M win it all this year? SEC Media Days kicks off Monday, July the 18th through Thursday, July the 21st. Tide 100.9 will broadcast live from complete coverage. Coverage is brought to you by Cardiology Consultants online at mycbmd.com. mycbmd.com. Full coverage live on Tide 100.9 and Tide109.com. SEC Media Day's coverage presented by Cardiology Consultants. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. That's the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier live, local, and ready to get things rolling. It's now time for our weekly catch-up with Executive Director Blueprint Ministries presented by Johnson & Marshall Dentistry. Check them out at DentistTuscaloosa.com. Good morning, Scotty. How you doing, sir? Hey, Martin. I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. It's time to get things rolling again. again glad to have you back in with us. Uh, to kick things off, I'll kick it to you where you can encourage us how to incorporate our faith into the boardroom, classroom, or our chosen field of play, sir. Absolutely. Hey, hey, we are wrapping up. We got about one more week of our Power of Optimism series. And uh, just, you know, you talk about h- how do we represent the Lord in, in the classroom, in the uh, chosen field of play, in the boardroom. I, I think this message is really uh, one that can, can, can give us greater influence. Um, you know, we talk about how how important it is, uh, especially for believers, to be able to show the world that when we're going through difficult things, um, there's a bright side. And, 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 and we're talking about the bright side is Jesus Christ. And so as we look at the life of Paul and, and look at, you know, how was he able to um, be the ultimate optimist in the midst of so much difficulty, so much adversity, I mean, just extreme extremely so and and so how is he able to consistently be optimistic consistently persevere but but not just persevere with kind of a woe is me attitude but persevere with a hopeful attitude again just just a quick reminder life's about 10 percent what happens to you 90 percent how we respond and and, uh and so the, the the reality is you know the way you see things will impact the way you respond so uh, Paul's secret is, is simply this, you know, he, he saw things um, through the lens of Christ. A.W. Tozer says the most important thing about you is what you believe about God, because that becomes the lens through which you see all of life. Well, Paul saw everything through the lens of Christ. And so as we think about just walking through, um, I think just a, a quick reminder, next week we'll, we'll kind of close out with, with like an oldie but a goodie in terms of uh, looking at Paul's life. And, and one of his most popular passages that, that people quote all the time, especially uh, during sport, during football or, you know, uh, people write this verse, and I think you probably know where I'm going with it. We'll, we'll finish with that next week. But um, 
I just want to look at the fact that Paul, although he went through lots of difficult things, he had a plan. And so, you know, we, we should know as believers, adversity is inevitable. And, um, and we should have a plan. And, and instead of just choosing to react in that moment, in that, that you know, when we talk about 10%, we we'll have to see 90% how you respond. We need to have a plan. Here was Paul's plan. Um, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, and, uh, and verse 8. He says, don't be anxious about anything, but um, pray about everything. You know, don't be anxious about anything, but in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. He says, make your request known to God. He says, and then the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Then he says, and whatever's good, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's noble, he says, think on these things. What he just basically said was, he says, here's your plan for when adversity hits you, when difficulty hits you. He says this, he says, pray. Don't worry about anything, because that's the natural knee jerk, right? Like something big happens, yeah. something difficult happens. Oh, goodness, what am I going to do? It, 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 and, and he says, well, when that moment hits, don't worry. You got to pray. Pray. And he says, when you pray, he says, the peace of God, which transcends all, all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. But he says, don't stop there. He says, but then choose to think on those things that are good, lovely, pure, hopeful, noble. And what he's saying is, don't listen. Don't just sit there and listen to your thoughts, those negative thoughts that just flood your mind. He says, choose to preach the truth to yourself. Um, I, I took a class, Martin, um, years ago, a, a, a biblical counseling class, and it says the average person speaks to themselves at a rate of 1,500 words a minute, and he says most of those words are negative. <laughs> and so, yeah. it, it, and he says when you talk about counseling and helping counsel yourself or counsel others, he says half the battle is turning off that, that faucet of negativity, like helping them stop listening to themselves and helping them to choose to preach the truth to themselves. And so, so as we think about it, I'll, I'll stop there. As we think about, you know, what does it look like to be optimistic in the midst of adversity? I think here's our plan. We're not going to react. We're going to respond. We're going to respond because we have a plan. And our plan is we're going to pray in the, in the midst of those difficult times. Lord, we need your help. This is bigger than me. I can't handle this. Uh, but we're going to preach the truth to ourselves and remind ourselves of all that God's word has to say that, that, that should give us hope in that moment. One of one verse of which says all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. So no matter how difficult this situation is, no matter how bleak it is, that all says all, uh, Martin, every time, all things work together for good. So it's choosing to preach the truth to ourselves and not listen to those negative things and saying, look, as we do that, Martin, guess what? We get a chance to, to show the world that there is hope in the midst of difficult times and we can be optimistic. Absolutely. I preached a message similar to that. And uh, it was when we look at our situations, Paul with the thorn, uh, whether you're dealing with affliction, mm. addiction, depression, abuse. And I, I, I ended with and the like uh, uh, when we see mm. pain, when we see addiction, yeah. God says, I see grace and mercy. And the whole concept behind that was just like when I found out I needed glasses, everything was blurry. I didn't even realize my words were blurry that I was reading. I didn't realize <laughs> that my eyes had lost the ability to see the full color um, of what I was mm. looking at. And, and had a mm. had a friend who was colorblind who bought someone bought him shades and he put the shades on and he could see color. But color was always wow. there. The, the words were never yeah. blurry. And the color was always as vibrant as ever until I put on Powerful. the proper lenses. I could not Woo! see it for what it was truly 
the situation was. And that's what you're telling us. If we learn to see that's things exactly through the lenses of God with grace and mercy, if you see a situation that you don't like, make sure you put on the lens of God and watch mm. how he'll change that situation. Mm. Scotty, tell our listeners Absolutely. real quick where they can find you, sir. Absolutely. You can go to www.blueprinttuscaloosa.com and you can send me a message there and come straight to make mail. All right. Thank you, Scotty. We'll catch up with you next week, sir. Thank you. Thanks, X. Uh, appreciate you, sir. That's X's and O Sports. Go check them out on Facebook, social media at X's and O Sports. That's Joe Gaither behind the glass, pressing all the right buttons, but also kicking things off, uh, offering you a big cup of Joe uh, at 11 o'clock. I'm Martin Houston. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not you don't understand, all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Roll tide out there, everybody. Thank you.